At Brooks Rehabilitation in Jacksonville, Florida, a 26-year-old man named Pritchard Cologne is in speech therapy with his therapist, Alicia Russell. Hola. Hola, papi. Hola. Hey. Hey. Hi. How's it going? Como esta? What is your name? What is your name? My name is Richard Colon Melendez. It's nice to meet you. Richard speaks using a machine. He uses his eyes to focus on words on a screen, and the machine speaks the words he chooses. Look at calendar. Left. See? All right, I'm ready. Where's the year? In this question, what year is it? It's the million-dollar question. If he can answer right, it means his brain is healing. It means he's getting better. La fecha de hoy es la. That's the date. We're talking about the year. So what? what is today? Today is what? You don't know? I see your shoulders go. I don't know. I don't know. You know how? It's 2001. Okay, so look at your choices. Let me know when you're ready. The year is 2001. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says... It's 2019. Pritchard and Alicia have been working on this for months. It's a big deal when he gets it right. Because for more than a year after emerging from a coma, Pritchard thought it was 2015. Until recently, his last memories were of being a healthy 23-year-old. What did you do for work? I was a professional boxer from Puerto Rico. See? See, you were. That's right. Four years ago, Pritchard, a promising boxing star, suffered a major brain injury because of a match gone wrong. His mobility is severely limited, and while he can make small vocalizations, he can't talk. After 18 months of intensive therapy, every small step, like saying the year, is a major achievement for Pritchard. These small victories represent the chance that Pritchard and his family might regain some normalcy. Brain injuries in high-contact sports, like boxing or football, are common. There's an assumed risk any time athletes decide to participate in a sport where impact is taken straight to the head. But Pritchard is an extreme case. His entire life changed in one fight. Even though he knew some of the risks in his chosen sport, nobody plans for this. So when that happens, how do you rebuild your life after such a devastating injury? I'm Kent Babb, sports features writer at the Washington Post, and you're listening to All Told. It's October 17th, 2015. Pritchard is in a boxing arena outside of Washington, D.C. He's about to fight an undercard match, which is basically a smaller fight before the night's headlining match. It helps to warm up the crowd, and it's not really supposed to be remembered. Pritchard's opponent for the night is Terrell Williams. Terrell is in his 30s, a little old for this kind of match, and not really world champion material. And then there's Pritchard. Everyone's expecting him to win. He's younger, undefeated in his professional career, and considered an up-and-comer. Let's shake hands! 
And we are set to go. Let's shake hands. Let's throw uh, some thunder. And for a while, Pritchard's pretty in control, dodging Terrell swiftly, until the fifth round when Terrell begins to dominate. Ken Terrell Williams. There's the blue. Slow down, Richard Malone. He comes out firing with a big right hand. Straight out of the gates. They both really want to win, and in many ways they're willing to do whatever it takes, and the fight gets aggressive. They start taking illegal shots toward each other. This sometimes happens when boxers feel out of control. They take dirty shots out of desperation. The hits are bad, but not bad enough for the ref to completely stop the fight. But then, Thrall throws the type of punch that can change lives. He hits Pritchard with a rabbit punch, an illegal blow to the back of your opponent's head, where the brain is more susceptible to injury. Pritchard looks dazed. He takes a minute, recovers, and gets back to his feet. But pretty quickly, Terrell hits him on the back of the head again. Richard crumples to the floor and staggers off to the corner of the ring. That's when Pritchard's mom realizes this isn't normal. And that's when I, I say, I, I, something is wrong. I need to do something, but I cannot do nothing. And I want to be with him. I, I want to be right there. Nieves Colon, Pritchard's mom, is sitting in the crowd. She usually doesn't go to his fights because it makes her anxious, but Pritchard told her it was important that she come to this one, so she agreed. And then I moved to the, close to the corner where Pritchard going to sit down as soon as they ring the bell, because I want to see his face closer. Nieves runs to the corner of the ring. Pritchard's legs are shaking. She walks him to the dressing room. As soon as they get to the room, he vomits and his eyes start to roll back into his head. I say, Pritchard, Papi, are you... But Richard, ¿cómo tú estás? ¿Estás bien? Me dijo, mami. He said, mom, I cannot see. And this, I cannot see. That's, that's the only thing he said. And that's the last thing he said since 2015. Right after the fight, Pritchard lost consciousness. Paramedics rushed him to the hospital for emergency brain surgery. Then, he was in a coma for seven months. Most doctors thought Pritchard wasn't going to make it. They said he'd die, or certainly never emerge from the coma. According to the National Center for Biotechnology Information, about 20% of boxers suffer some kind of chronic brain injury. The very nature of the sport involves constant, repeated, devastating blows to the head. Some fighters have suffered injuries like Pritchard's, or even died in the ring. Richard survived and eventually woke up, but he spent a year at his mother's home in a persistent vegetative state. Pritchard's injury, a severe brain bleed, had significantly damaged his ability to function on even a basic level. But Nieves still talked to Pritchard every day, and one day she noticed he was responding, with his eyes and facial movements. He still couldn't speak, walk, or remember anything, 
but this was progress. Now, since February 2018, Pritchard has been going to rehab at Brooks. People like Alicia, his speech therapist, are helping him slowly improve. He'll never be able to box again, but he's practicing the same basic skills over and over again, like walking and talking, to hopefully regain some semblance of independence. Define independence. Um, so for me, do you think do you think independence is living on his own and having a job and Well, uh, I would say living on his own. I would say not in the foreseeable future. Okay. I think he's still going to need help with movement. Also, living on your own cognitively is a lot. So you have to remember and, you know, plan ahead to go do your bills and have an income. And, you know, there's so many pieces in the rehab field that go into living on your own. Um, Do I think he can learn to participate? Absolutely. That's Alicia Russell again, Pritchard's speech therapist. She's determined to help him get to a place of participation, even if that means just being able to eat food without a feeding tube at a family dinner. My job is to push you as far as you can go, and that's what I'm going to continue to go. As long as you show progress, we're going to keep going. When Alicia first met Pritchard, she went through the normal routines. They'd practice yes-no questions and use the recumbent bike for exercise. But as she got to know him better, she started to notice something. Pritchard used to be an athlete, So when the concept of competition was incorporated into therapy, he seemed to try harder. So she jumped in and found ways to mix his old life as a boxer with his new life as a rehab patient. First, Alicia noticed that Pritchard was friends with another Brooks patient named Drew Cone. Drew's 24 and was a high school athlete before he ended up in rehab after a motorcycle accident. Alicia wondered if Pritchard would respond to having a teammate, someone he could compete against. I I don't know from experience, but what are guys like in a locker room? Oh, you can't bench press that. Oh, you can't do that mile in that many minutes. So it's almost taking that mindset that they've known for their whole life and making it therapeutically relevant. So she got them together for joint physical therapy sessions, and it worked. Pritchard tried harder when he had a competitor. They're now kind of friendly rivals. Drew also speaks through a machine, and he teases Pritchard regularly. Hey, brother, look... Typing on a tablet that speaks for him, Drew said, Hey, brother, look, and stuck out his shoes to show Pritchard his fancy Nike sneakers. Pritchard only wears Adidas shoes. Pritchard sees the shoes and raises his eyebrows like, No way, never Nike shoes. Did they have Adidas on them? Did they have Adidas on them? Would you like them? Yeah. Yeah? Nieves followed Alicia's lead and lovingly pits the two friends against each other. Alicia also uses artifacts of Pritchard's past to help perk him up when he's having a bad day. She thinks it reminds him of the good times, of what to fight for when therapy just feels too hard. Do you want to listen to your music? Have you shown Kent your song yet? One time, Nieves told Alicia that Pritchard loved being on camera, giving interviews. He's pretty into himself. So now Alicia sometimes plays a tribute video that some of Pritchard's friends made for him right after the fight. The video shows a bunch of pictures of Pritchard looking young and cool. Alicia finds the video and puts it on Pritchard's screen. She and Nieves crowd around Pritchard's chair to watch it with him. In the video, there's a clip of Pritchard giving an interview. 
Pritchard's whole face lights up when he sees himself talking on screen. You remember the song? Oh. See? Yeah. I mean, do you understand what the, the, the song say? Like, you, you have to get better and... Yeah. And trust, I and trust God, like, and you want to get better. Okay. You trust God, He's doing His work, and you're a miracle. Mm -hmm. You know that already? After the fight, Nieves quit her job as a hairdresser to take care of Pritchard full-time. When everything happened, I even don't think, oh, what am I going to do now? Uh, would I keep working or can I find somebody to take care of my son? I know, I'm looking for family member that can help me. I never, never, never uh, ask me that question because I know I'm the one going to take care of my son. She's eternally optimistic, just like Alicia but she's not ready to forgive Terrell Williams for what he did to her son. Pritchard had an energy, like you imagine. Pritchard had a lot of energy. He always moving, always doing a lot of things. And see my son, like, only depend on people to help him to get out of the bed, put in the wheelchair. It's a lot of things. So no, it's not that easy to me to say, okay, I forget him and I'm dealing with this, like, normal life, no. There are a lot of reminders of Pritchard's abilities before the fight floating around the Internet, mostly YouTube videos of Pritchard fighting in old boxing matches, and Pritchard loves to watch them. This spring, Pritchard was watching these old videos when the autoplay function on YouTube pulled up the fight between him and Terrell. Nieves ran into the room to turn it off, but Pritchard, with his eyebrows, his vocalizations, said no. He wanted to see it. Nieves couldn't understand why and she couldn't bear to watch her son get injured all over again, but she let it play. Now, Pritchard watches videos of himself fairly often. One night at their hospital arranged housing, Nieves put the video of the fight on for Pritchard. That's too much. We have to be strong to see that fight. She hits her heart. We have to be strong to see the fight, she says. You know what happened that day? What happened? The he you here in the back with a lot of rabbit punch, that's not nice. Nieves is sitting next to Pritchard, watching the video with him. She's sort of having a one-sided conversation with him, answering her own questions, as if Pritchard could talk. He's a bad guy. He is in Terrell. Right? Or do you think that's an accident? That's an accident? No, no, it's an accident? No. I think it was an accident. He don't want to do that on purpose. He did it on purpose? Huh. Are you sure? Huh. See? Why? Because he don't supposed to do rabbit punch? That's illegal? Ah, uh, okay. Huh. Nieves still can't watch the full video. And if it comes on, she usually leaves the room to do chores like clean Pritchard's room. But the fight plays almost on repeat in her mind. And she thinks often about the unfairness of it all. Sure, boxing is dangerous, things happen. Nieves knew that. But this? This was never supposed to happen. Because, like I said, that's not an accident. He did that on purpose. How can you be doing things like that on purpose? That's not right. 
We could do damage, people. Back in 2015, right after the fight, Terrell Williams asked if he could visit Pritchard in the hospital. His manager advised him not to. Days turned into months, turned into years, and he still hasn't talked to Pritchard. But Terrell's been thinking about Pritchard pretty much every day since the fight. This is John. Hey, John, it's Ken. It was really hard to find Terrell. He's off the grid, and he doesn't want to be found. I found him through his personal attorney, and when we talked on the phone, the attorney is on the line, too, which is one reason it's a little hard to hear. What do you say, like you say you pray every day, what do you say, like as pray, it relates I pray, to... I pray for recovery, I, I pray for him to, 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 to be the best that he can possibly be. No one, no one, no one wants to, to be in any fight toward the outcome, and it is, it's something, it's dramatic, so. Since the night of the fight, he's only fought three times. No one wanted to book him. The name Terrell Williams had become radioactive. He was the guy who hurt Pritchard Cologne, a walking reminder of everything dangerous and frightening about this sport. But Terrell says he's just a normal guy, a man with goals, a husband, a protective father. How many kids do you have? A three kids. Would you ever let your boys box? I mean, would you let them go no. into the family business? No. Because of this? No. So how do you think you'll tell them the story of, of October 2015 down the road? I know we're many, many years away from having that conversation, but you know, how do you how do you think you will tell them that story down the road? Um, I get I get, I get around to it. Uh, let them know what happened. Um, I haven't even thought of that. I, I, I don't even let my sons watch this fight. So, as of right now, they, they know daddy go train. They don't, they, they don't know daddy's the active boxer. So, they figure it out. To be a boxer, you have to convince yourself that you're invincible. But when that notion shatters, when you get hurt, or see what your punches are truly capable of, it changes you. Because every fight I go in now, I don't, I don't look at it as, as I did at prior to how do you mean? Like, how did you look at it then, and how do you look at it now? Prior, I didn't think anything like this would happen. Um, I mean, we're in a sport where, you know, we, 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 I know we, we put ourselves, we put our lives on the line every time we fight, but after the outcome, now, 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 now it's, I, I know, if I, if it, I know it was a serious sport. For the fight, but I know for, for a fact that it's a serious sport. So now I, I just do everything I can do to stay safe in the sport as high as possible. It's another day at Brooks. Today, Pritchard is practicing walking. He's working with Neil Kovas, a physical therapist. Pritchard gets strapped into a walker, and he's being cheered on by Neil and Nieves. Good. Take a step. Back when he used to box, Pritchard had a team of people in the ring pumping him up, telling him to crush his opponent. But now, it's Pritchard against Pritchard. He's pushing to do just a little bit better than yesterday, to beat his own personal record for steps taken, vocabulary remembered. 
When he practices walking, he can see himself in the full-length mirrors on the walls around Brooks. He watches himself slowly move his leg, finding the rhythm of movement. When he successfully takes a step, he blows himself a kiss. Since I originally reported this story, Pritchard has made even more progress. He's been moved to a larger recovery center where he's working with an assistive technology specialist and using new equipment. I'm told he's even playing some video games. All Told is a Washington Post podcast. I'm Kent Babb. This episode was produced by Ariel Plotnik, with help from Bishop Sand. It was edited by Carol Alderman and director of audio Jess Stahl. The audio of the boxing match between Pritchard Cologne and Terrell Williams was provided by Premier Boxing Champions. If you'd like to read the written story, go to wapo.st slash alltoldboxer.